on this episode of Mike Crispy Unafraid. Guys, the weak GOP is doing what they do best and caving on a very pivotal, little bit of a, of a technicality thing, very a lot of minutiae there. We're going to break it down. Disastrous spending bill. Guys, this is the reason why our country is in the state of thin. It's because of the agreeableness with these radical leftists on the omnibus continuing resolution. We're going to talk all about that. We are also going to talk about the Supreme Court going woke, Katenji Brown-Jackson, them trying to cancel Dallas Cowboy owner Jerry Jones. In addition to that, RNC chair race. Who does Kevin McCarthy support? We're going to break that down in the show. Guys, we have a huge episode of Mike Crispy Unafraid. Some of the most important topics we've ever covered will be in this episode. So I am so glad that you are tuned in today to join us. Big show by Jeremy. Big show by the Loud Majority. Guys, do me a favor as we get going here, as we get started and rumble this video. We had a huge day yesterday on the leaderboard. Guys, it is a plus sign on the browser. It is the thumbs up on your mobile app. If you click that once, you will rumble this video and get us to the top of the Rumble Daily Charts. Doing that helps this show grow exponentially so we can continue to give you exponential coverage. We got a big show for you today. Producer Frankie and I, I'm ready. Frankie's ready. You're ready. And let's go. Mike Crispy are coming to you live on this Tuesday, December 6th from New York with the one and only producer Frankie in studio. Frankie, how we doing, sir? Oh, great to be here. Frankie, love the shirt, looking good. We got got Frankie's dog, Louie, in studio. Oh, yeah, we do. You know, it's incredible. You can't see Louie hiding behind the chair there. He's uh, licking something. Adorable, adorable. Guys, you know, it really, while we have, you know, wonderful dogs and, you know, we have a nice, uh, you know, nice life that we're all living here. Under your nose, your country is being robbed out from under you. It really is. And it's being robbed out from under you by the Republicans who claim they're on your side and then sell you out time and time again. It's a theme that I often talk about because it's easy to beat up on Democrats. And it's what Republicans do to raise funds all the time. It's what Kevin McCarthy does all the time. It's what Fox News does to give you milk toast basic coverage all the time, right? That's what they do. It's harder to look inward and say, what is the uniparty and why are they purporting what they're purporting? And I think that people don't like to talk about things like this omnibus bill and the NDAA and the spending package because there's a lot of minutia involved. It's not a sexy topic, okay? But your country being literally sold out from under you is definitely the most important topic there is. So we're going to break down what's going on with that spending bill and how I think Republicans are set to cave again, and I don't understand why or how they would. We're going to break that down, but before we do, guys, another thing we often talk about on the show is Kevin McCarthy and the way that Fox News treats him, namely because Paul Ryan is on the board at Fox Corp. Now, Kevin McCarthy has been making the rounds on Fox News lately, and he was on Jesse Waters the other night, and I love Jesse. I think Jesse Waters is great. I think he's funny. I think he has good personality, but clearly Jesse Waters has been told to acquiesce to the loser that is Kevin McCarthy, so we're going to roll this exchange here. Where are the hard questions? This is a softball, almost kind of an awkward interview, but guys, this is the state of mainstream, what they call conservative media. It's not a knock on Jesse. It's the people telling Jesse what to do. Frankie, roll it. Now, are you going to have a problem on your right becoming speaker they're like oh kevin mccarthy went to this thing hunter biden was there you know you're 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 drinking champagne and i don't and, drink and, you don't drink i don't drink you don't drink i don't drink wow i drink water you drink water yeah it was good water i toasted right, well you know what? you don't drink more for me that's fine <laughs> so did you see hunter 
I saw Hunter from afar. You saw him from afar. You didn't yeah. go up to him and <laughs> no. say, hey, big guy. No, no. Uh, no? No. All right. They're saying you know, you're mingling with Hunter. Meanwhile, you're supposed to provide oversight. Are you worried about this? I'm not worried about this at all. Look, there's a responsibility also as a nation of one um, that from our allies and others, we need to work together. And I'm going to work together with anybody who wants to work to make Oh, there we go. I was giving you the tail there. Kevin McCarthy's going to work together. And you saw his, first of all, the guy's got, he's like a wind-up doll, okay? He's robotic with the one-word answers. Did he drink? Nope. I don't do it. Uh, 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 you, you, did you see Hunter, Hunter Biden from afar? Uh, and care to elaborate? Jesse Waters just awkwardly kind of smiling and standing there. Guys, it is so awkward. It is the in, most inauthentic man in politics who doesn't know how to be in front of a camera or in front of voters. It's incredible. He's a congressman. Like, he's supposed to meet and talk to voters. He doesn't know how to do that. He is such a swamp creature. And this is what happens to all these swamp creatures. They go to Washington for years and years and years, and they forget how to talk to their constituents. They forget what it's like to do the job that they were voted to do, and that is serve people at the local level as a member of Congress. A congressman fundamentally is a local position. But guys, Kevin McCarthy isn't even capable of answering, you know, basic questions, like even in half jest, with Jesse Waters goes to show you the robot that he is, the liar that he is. And as we're on the heels of this omnibus deadline uh, on December 16th, that not a lot of people are talking about, but it's so important, and we're seeing Kevin McCarthy do all these things, literally throw the kitchen sink at making a deal to become speaker. And he's lying so much. He's lying so much. But every now and then we see cracks. People go, the, the flyby people, oh, Kevin McCarthy's being a good conservative. He's being a good conservative. And then every now and then you will see the truth behind the veneer. So we're going to show you one of the truths behind the veneer. And that is Representative Clyburn, one of the most radical Democrats, fourth in control, talking about Kevin McCarthy and making a deal with the Democrats for him to get the votes for speaker. Wait a minute, before you roll, Frankie, I thought this was Kevin McCarthy's line that only the MAGA hard right people were going to make a deal with Democrats and elect the speaker if he wasn't. No, no, he's projecting exactly what he's planning to do. We've been saying that, but now we have proof. Frankie, roll it. Long time. He's been their leader for a long time. And I think that he has the levels that will allow him uh, to put together uh, the kind of uh, deals that are necessary uh, to get to 218. However, uh, if there are uh, seven or eight people who are not going to vote for him, then I'll advise him uh, to go and look on the other side of the aisle and see whether or not there are some deals over there to be made as well. Oh, that's interesting. Like, what kind of deals? Well, <laughs> you know, we want to push an agenda uh, that will mix this country's greatness accessible and affordable for all of its citizens. And I just talked about the South. And I just talked about the parts of the South that have been left out so much of this. And I think that if we could sit down together, uh, we might be able to forge uh, an agenda that would be acceptable uh, to 218. Oh, it's a, an agenda that is acceptable to 218 people. That was the words of Clyburn. Guys, who's the uniparty now? Marjorie Taylor Greene. If Kevin McCarthy doesn't get in, the uniparty will pick the speaker. That's Marjorie Taylor Greene with her ISIS hostage video response being forced to do it because Kevin McCarthy is clearly blackmailing her. Guys, he just said it that there'd be consensus. Yes, Frankie? May I just, uh, yes. deals? What kind of deals? Like, we're going to go get some Gucci bags? <laughs> yes. It's like, <laughs> guys, it's ridiculous. 
ridiculous. Guys, that is it. Nobody's showing that. Kevin McCarthy, literally, it's what he's been saying is going to happen if he's not the speaker. But apparently, if those people hold out, he will be the one who cuts the deal because Clyburn's saying the deal is on the table. Guys, it is incredible. And I'll show you this. This is a headline from Axios. You want to talk about McCarthy throwing the kitchen sink? Guys, this is what they do. And I always tell you, do not fall for it because it is too little too late. This is what McCarthy's saying. This is what he was saying when he was on television, when he was with Laura Ingram yesterday. He goes, oh, I'm not going to pass the NDAA, that's National Defense Authorization, if they do not repeal the military vaccine mandate. Guys, I want to say this. Where was Kevin McCarthy when he was the minority leader doing anything about this? Guys, they have used the military vaccine mandate as a political tool to whip up the base, raise money, and galvanize support. Not to, like, I don't know, save the troops from getting the vaccine. Because, guys, little newsflash, the ranks have been purged. Okay, the military has been purged of all the people who were standing and holding the line. That happened a year and a half ago. But now Kevin McCarthy's going to repeal it. Oh, so all the new troops who come in, because people totally want to be in the military today, surrounded by blue-haired, woke freaks who say they have, you know, um, personality disorder, and they're listening to the woke generals because all the good patriots have left the military because they've been purged because that was a plan that started with Barack Hussein Obama in 2013 when he fired over 100 top military officers. Nobody talked about it. He wanted to prevent what the military is about to do in Brazil. That's the truth of the matter, guys. But Kevin McCarthy uses it like a political football because he doesn't care. And it's too little too late. I'll tell you a quick anecdote about that. When I was running for Congress against Chris Smith, who's been in there for 42 years, when he was at his lowest point, Kevin McCarthy threw him a lifeline and had him introduce a bill that went nowhere to quote unquote, ban the vaccine mandates in the military. Uh, what are they just, they're, they're reaching back in the tool belt and putting it out there. It does nothing. It is disingenuous designed to get power and galvanize support because this entire spending bill, is a joke designed to just galvanize power. And it's really amazing. So for you guys who do not understand uh, what is going on, because it is minutia, Frankie, pop this on screen here. Uh, Speaker Pelosi pushes fiscal 2023 uh, funding bill in the lame duck session. Guys, Congress can do two things right now, okay? They can either pass the omnibus, omnibus bill that uh, the Democrats are putting up, right? So they could pass that bill, make compromises with the bill, right? That's what Mitch McConnell, that's what Kevin McCarthy's doing. Guys, they can do that. Okay, and pass the omnibus funding for the year or what Congress does when they can't reach a deal and they want to avoid a government shutdown, they pass what's called a continuing resolution, which is temporary stopgap. Now, over the course of time, it's incredible when Republicans act control of the House, when Donald Trump was the president, you would think it'd be easy. But guys, Paul Ryan and these people would push the continuing resolution and make deals with the Democrats because it's totally disingenuous. You're trying to get in all this spending and this funding and every congressman, every lobbyist and every person, every senator, they're all putting in their demands and then everybody goes, we got to get the done before Christmas, so they literally acquiesce and make a deal because the members of Congress care more about going home for the holidays than they do about actually doing their job. So right now, they're talking about doing the omnibus bill, and it's incredible because literally as of five days ago, Mitch McConnell and Kevin McCarthy were on board with an omnibus funding, 
Okay, now it's omnibus versus continuing resolution. Now, the side of the conservatives says that, again, we always pass continuing resolutions. Why don't we just do that again? Usually it's a bad thing, but why don't we do it again so when Republicans get control of the House, they can then have more bargaining power and more leverage to pass a permanent bill. Use the the, the rules to your favor, right? So it has been the stance of the, uh, the AFPI, America First Policy Institute, to punt, have McConnell and McCarthy push a continuing resolution in order to get it into next year, have Republicans be sworn in and then pass a better bill. Now that would be the conventional way to look at it. And that is what the conservatives are saying that we need to do right now. And it's incredible because when the continuing resolution is a bad thing, right? When they're spending billions of dollars running up inflation, doing runaway spending in the middle of the night that nobody knows, Republicans and Paul Wright have no problem passing that. But now that there's a continuing resolution that could actually be for the good, all of a sudden Mitch McConnell is like, no, we're going to pass the omnibus because it's really important that we pass the omnibus bill. And Mitch McConnell said six days ago, I got the article right here in front of me from the local news saying that Mitch McConnell said there is widespread agreement among leaders in Washington on the need to pass the omnibus spending package. McCarthy and McConnell were in agreement. But guys, literally as of this morning, as I'm walking into the studio, Kevin McCarthy, surprise, surprise, has flip-flopped in real time and now says that we need to pass the continuing resolution. Oh, maybe because he knows that the heat is on. Guys, this guy flip-flops harder than anybody. So I just tell you this, you're hearing him literally throw every conservative talking point in the kitchen sink out at you, but they're playing these games and behind closed doors, he's cutting deals with Democrats, and he is going to, I don't understand why you would go for the omnibus bill if you didn't want to give in to the Democrats and take the country. But guys, they don't care about anything It's so disingenuous, especially with these mandates. What did these people do to fight for you over the last two years when things like this were going on? We're going to roll this here. This is literally from earlier this week. This is a business owner in Virginia getting his license and his business shut down last week because he didn't comply with the COVID mandates. So they're not apologizing. They're doing it. And I say, where are the politicians actually do something about it? They act like they care about the mandates, but it is all BS because they're not stopping this behavior. Frankie, roll it. Detrimental to the community, but you're still going to shut a man's business down over there. You're not here to discuss whether or not they're unconstitutional. You're just here to do your job, right? Uh huh. And you're going to enforce that regardless, right? Yeah. So there you go, guys. The stormtroopers, part of the problem carrying out their orders. And guys, it's not about law enforcement. I love law enforcement. But what it is, is it is the corrupt union bosses who buy off the politicians in exchange and they say, if you do not do what we say, us, the union, will withhold your pension. And the politicians, the Republican politicians, who should be having these hard conversations, who should be seeking truth, instead of capitulating every single step of the way, they're not interested in it because all they want is power. And it's not just on the Republican side. It's also on the Democrat side. So, But again, that's the uniparty. Not Marjorie Taylor Greene saying that's the uniparty. Guys, the uniparty is what the Democrats did in the midterms to get in this position where they have a lot of power. And that is pushed as a bogus student loan forgiveness thing, which now, as of earlier this week, has fallen flat on its face. Frankie, roll the clip. Talk to us through the nuts and bolts of this. Does this mean that if you want student loan debt relief, you cannot get it right now, right? This is all paused until the Supreme Court hears um, these arguments, at least until after February? That's right, yeah, this, this keeps everything on hold, so nothing really changes on the ground. It means that lower court decisions that have blocked the program remain in effect while the court 
decides to hear oral arguments and then issue a ruling. And that, you know, obviously counts as a setback for the administration because they were asking the court to immediately reinstate the plan. So it's a setback for the administration and for people. Ah, but is it a setback for the administration or are they taking a page out of Kevin McCarthy's playbook and literally throwing anything at the kitchen sink in order to galvanize a substrata of the base in order to get votes to win and then do nothing to help that base? Guys, this is what the Democrats did literally to win the midterms. They said, we're going to repay student loans. They got all the kids who got their $100,000 liberal arts degrees to go and vote for them in the midterms. Now, Kevin McCarthy's literally taking a page out of Joe Biden's book from the midterm strategy by doing what? Promising all these things with the mandates and all this, literally just to get the votes and support for Speaker. Guys, that is Uniparty 2AT. Hate to break it to you, Marjorie Taylor Greene. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back tomorrow, my Chris Benefrey. Guys, do not go anywhere. All right, Frankie, how we doing? Oh, we're doing, guys. Ah, guys, great segment here, guys. Great segment. Got a great crowd. Guys, I love, if you can't tell, I love talking about these congressional things because yours truly ran for Congress and kind of almost won a, a primary and, uh, but this is better. I like doing this better because I can be too, truly free-flowing, truly controlled by nobody, um, and truly beholden to one group of people, and that is our incredible audience here for Mike Crispy Unafraid. Guys, we got the live chat popping right now, and I just want to say as we're going here, guys, do me a favor as we're watching. we got over 820 people watching. Let's get that up to 1,000. Let's get up to 1,000, guys. Two things I need you to do for me. One, I need you to rumble this video if you're just joining us. Guys, that is the plus sign on your browser right under the live viewer count that is hitting the thumbs up on your mobile app guys if you do that and click that so simple you help get the show to the top also sharing the stream in your social media browser right now because that will help get our viewership up guys views rumbles top of the charts stays in control on the leaderboard really appreciate that guys if you also want to help me out um you guys can go because again not everybody some of you guys catching the show late some of you guys are going to have to leave early. Do me a favor right now on your cell phone, wherever you get your podcast, pop in Mike Crispy Unafraid on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify. Hit the plus button in the corner or the follow button on Spotify and you will be subscribed to our show and you will never miss an episode on the go. Picking up the kids, going on Christmas travel, not going to be able to be in front of the computer every day. You pop on, you rumble the video, you listen to the whole thing on your cell phone, easy, fast, and you can I can serenade you with my vocal cords. Guys, guys, remember when I lost my voice? It's totally back now. I love it. My voice is like totally back and it's never going away again. Hate to break it to you, libs. So, so, um, Frankie, we doing good? What are we doing? We're doing great. And I love, uh, I, I'm <laughs> guys, seeing on the chat. Uh, all right, let's right. Put, put those chats up. We got Crispy's been drinking yeah, that Bailey's. That's, that's what I'm looking at. Um, the guys, no, I actually haven't drinking any of the Bailey's today. Um, I'll drink it on Friday. It's just like kind of like the, the Christmas drink of choice. We're not sponsored by them. It's, it's hilarious. Look, we got the Christmas. Lo love that comment. Amanda Collins, great to see you. Uh, uh, Florida girl, M McCarthy is a snake. Absolutely. Uh, this show is on fire. Thank you very much. Love bug. Great to see you. Um, totally right. Talking about the Marjorie Taylor Greene. Guys, not a lot of people have stood up to that, but we are because it's the truth. Um, let's see the other comments here. Got any other? Yeah. Oh, the dancing gingerbread on the men on the screen. Guys, we're getting into the Christmas spirit here. Okay. Guys, uh, producer Frankie with the Christmas stuff. He literally goes, he goes, look, look at this. Look at this. I got this. Perfect. The dancing gingerbread. I mean, come on. You know, anybody ever watched the Amanda show back in the day with the dancing lobsters? 
Um, that's a that's a niche reference right there, Nickelodeon. Yeah, that's our uh, yeah, My Dancing gingerbread man. Um, guys, do me a favor. As we roll back into it, 850 watching. Wonderful. Great to see you. Thank you for the support, everybody. Race Mom, great to see you. Guys, drop a comment below. I see zero comments um, below. So you got the live chat, but drop a comment below the stream, below the description of where you are watching from, because I love to read about uh, all the viewers that we have in all different places. So guys, drop a line, questions, comments, concerns, where you're watching from. Do me a favor, punch it in right now. Guys, we have Pop Teeny 94 says, bring in the dancing lobsters. I knew somebody, I knew somebody would know that. And Lauren Cole says the Amanda show. <laughs> That's great. I like it. The, the chat knows. That. The chat knows. That's great. Oh, and everyone say hi right. to Louie. Oh, where's Louie? Is Louie Louis still there? Louie Louis sleeping. Louie will wake up. Uh, the, uh, Frankie's dog <laughs> will wake up uh, in, in due time. In the next break, I think Louie will be up. All right. Let's let's, let's roll back. And Frankie, uh, uh, little, little air, globalist. Yeah, you yeah. know? <laughs> All right. Well, low. We're doing good on it, but, you know, a little lonely. I got you. All right. We, All right. Let's do it. All right. we are on in five, four, three. Two, one. And welcome back to the show, everybody. Mike Crispy here, coming to you live from New York on this Tuesday, December 6th. Guys, what, what, what's going on right now? We're exposing in the show how the Uniparty is set to support this disastrous spending bill, okay? This is one of the most important things, and it's not talked about a lot because it's one, it requires, it's like minutia. Two, it's not like sexy. Like, oh, BLM burning down buildings is sexy. Talking about Twitter and free speech is sexy. This requires like next level understanding of how the government works. Guys, we're in the position why we're why we're in right now is because that Congress has been doing this under our nose. And I've always said the greatest thing about President Trump was that he woke up the masses to the reality of these things. So we, we like not everybody is keyed in on it, but enough people are keyed in on it now to where we could have these conversations and people go, wow, wow, they're appropriating billions of dollars on the day before Christmas because they want to go home for the holidays and they're giving in to the Democrats. Maybe that's why we're paying for, you know, $100 million gas stations in Afghanistan, right? I, I, go look that one up, right? That's incredible. Blast from the past there, Afghanistan war. But guys, you want to talk about what the White House is talking about right now, the surface level bullshit that they do to keep you distracted? They say things inflammatory like this. Now, as we're about to roll this, they know that it's inflammatory. They know they have no light to stand on on this. But Jean-Pierre was asked about what's going on with Twitter and the Twitter files. And look at their response. Guys, they know, because Jean-Pierre is not stupid. They know it is a distraction. They know. And there's Jean-Pierre with um, her wife, right? So America's racist, got a, got a white wife, and America's homophobic, and she's lesbian, and she's the press secretary, totally. Um, Frankie, roll this footage of the great Jean-Pierre. Frankie. We see this as a, a an interesting or a coincidence, if I may, that uh, uh, that he would so haphazardly, uh, Twitter would so haphazardly push this distraction. Uh, that is a that is a full of uh, old news, if you think about it. Um, and uh, at the same time, Twitter is facing very real and very serious questions uh, about the rising volume of anger, hate, and anti-Semitism on their platform. And, oh, uh, oh, the rising anti-Semitism, hate, and violence on the platform. Guys, what a lie by Jean-Pierre. Because literally right now, we and we're being, we're being very fair about Elon Musk. We're not Elon Musk sycophants on the show. We're calling it like it is the reality of what he said and what he's doing. And now it's not exact, but we give him credit where credit's due. That's real. That's real. Okay, that's real. That's not gaslighting. It's not fawning. It's not getting you to feel a certain way. We're just telling the truth. Guys, hate speech is totally down on Twitter. That is 100% true. And Jean-Pierre is lying through her little teeth. But guys, it's not just lying that's bad. Jean-Pierre also, okay, isn't just lying, but also saying very dangerous things and moving the Overton window 
to the side about what Americans should accept as reality from the country. So let me ask you this. You saw the business owner in the last segment getting his business shut down, wiped away. Not only do they want to continue to do that, and the, and the government kind of gives you tells about this, but they're letting you know that in the Supreme Court case that's going right now about a, um, a web designer who didn't want to design something for a same-sex couple on religious grounds, that the government should be able to force business owners not only to shut down and comply with mandates, but also do things against their religious values, i.e. do with it with the same sex. Frankie, can you roll this clip? patient believes that every person, no matter their sex, uh, race, religion, or who they love, should have the equal access to society, including access to products and services on the same terms as other members of public. Uh, look, the Department of Justice said uh, in its brief that for decades, non-discrimination public accom accommodations laws have coexisted with the First Amendment. Uh, courts have recognized that we can recognize that we can require businesses of, open to public to service people regardless of their backgrounds, even when that means businesses must incidentally um, uh, engage in speech which they are which they disagree upon. Oh, so so government should be able to should be able to mandate it of people based on the grounds of not complying with hate speech. Because guys, Jim Crow and desegregation has now been moved to encompass people's religious fundamentals that literally Barack Hussein Obama and the occupier in the White House said were not ever going to happen. Remember when Joe Biden said he did not believe in same-sex marriage? Oh, do you and Barack Obama believe in it? And he said, no, I don't, okay? And whether you believe in it or not, you can have the opinion, right? Or whether you're okay with it or not, or all this, you can have, and I, this is what, like, you know, if I talk to gay conservatives, what they'll tell me. They'll say, you know, they stand for it because they're gay. But at the same time, they'll tell me that the government should not force business owners to have to do things that go against their religious values. But guys, this is what they're doing. They churn it, they churn it, they churn it, and they move the window over where everything is racist or everything is homophobic, even if people are just doing things to get by. And even, guys, movies, right, will be considered racist. So you ever heard of the movie It's a Wonderful Life, right, as we're coming up? in the holidays. Guys, Justice Ketanji Brown-Jackson, in arguing this case, said that it is actually white supremacy is the root of why we're in this, and it's these old movies that just had a lot of white people cast. This is ridiculous, guys. This is what we allowed on the Supreme Court. Oh, first black justice. No, first activist New World Order puppet hiding behind a racial identity. Frankie, roll it business. I'm a photographer. My belief is that, you know, uh, I'm doing It's a Wonderful Life scenes. That's what I'm offering. Okay. I want to do video depictions of It's a Wonderful Life. And um, I'm knowing that movie very well. I want to be authentic. And so only white children and families can be uh, 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 customers for that particular product. Everybody else can, I'll, I'll give to everybody else, I'll sell them anything they want, just not the It's a Wonderful Life depictions. Um, I'm expressing something, right, for your purposes, that, that's speech. What about, uh, what's the other step? It's, it's speech and I can say anti-discrimination laws can't make me sell the It's a Wonderful Life package to uh, non-white individuals. Incredible. Guys, we're going backwards in time right now. Our country is regressing, okay? Because the true definition, guys, the, the, there is no racism 
at the top, right? The richest people in the world, they don't care whether they're black and white. They use it as a control mechanism for the lower class and the middle people to be fighting each other. And the more they do it, the more they destabilize, the more they can control. And that is why they co-opted this seat on the Supreme Court. They held the gun to Joe Biden and said, you're, they said, you're going to put who we want on the Supreme Court. So when we have these conversations, we can literally take our country backward. That's what these New World Order people are doing. That's exactly what it is. It is designed to destabilize. It is not designed to move people ahead because the people at the top don't see it. They're using it as a control mechanism. And guys, that continues. You guys remember Jamel Hill who used to be on ESPN? Any, any sports fans out there? Guys, this is an incredible thing going on right now. Jamel Hill, who used to be an ESPN reporter, is uh, continuing her conquest. She has a podcast where she said that um, Jake Paul boxing Nate Robinson, it was racist that, uh, that he knocked him out because he's black and he's white. But guys, now she is looking to cancel Jerry Jones. Frankie, pop back on the screen. Trying to cancel Jerry Jones, the owner of the Dallas Cowboys, because they found a picture of him from 1957. I don't know how they did this, right? But somebody said, oh, that looks like maybe Jerry Jones, age 20. Jerry Jones is like 80 years old. He owns the Dallas Cowboys. A 1957 image of Dallas Cowboys owner highlights long-standing inequities in the NFL. Guys, how does this have anything to do with race? You have a school that's being desegregated. Joe Biden literally said he was against the busing and the desegregation of schools. Uh, but Jerry Jones, I guess, was pictured outside of a school that was in the midst of being desegregated. And that makes him a racist. And that's why he needs to be canceled. And Jamel Hill is now writing these articles in The Atlantic. Shame on The Atlantic for publishing it. By, but doing it, not because she knows it's right. Because what did Jamel Hill do when Joe Biden said, you ain't black? What did she do? She said, oh, he was kidding. Right. Or not a big deal. Let's just brush it off. But with Jerry Jones, a picture from 1957, it says that there needs to be more racial atonement in the NFL, a league that is, I don't know, 78 percent black. And that's fine because it should be a meritocracy. The best players are in. And guess what? The richest people own the team. Right. And there are people in the NFL. That I'm sure there's owners. I don't know if they're black owners. I have no idea. But it doesn't matter because people at that level don't care about race or color. All they care about is the color green money. And they use race to divide us. And they use the NFL, a widespread entertainment vehicle to control the mindset and the oppression of the people below. That's it. So they grasp at the straws and they go after a guy like Jerry Jones because he uh, didn't want his players to kneel for the anthem and all that. But guys, this is Jamel Hill. Right, who was one of the latest mouthpieces of destabilization in the black community. It's not just Katanji Brown-Jackson. It's not just CNN and Don Lemon. But guys, Jamel Hill, remember, again, she defends Joe Biden now. But this was Jamel Hill calling Donald Trump the one president who did more for black people than anybody, okay, a literal white supremacist. Frankie, a little Anything flashback. Anything that I wish I was ever wrong about, Don, it was this. Because I don't want our president to be a white supremacist. I don't want him to be a racist. But yeah, here we are. And every day since I've said that, and really the days before that, because I feel like I was late to the party, that he, all he's done is proven me right every single day, just about. And um, it's a shame. It's disgraceful. It's disgusting that the president can even, as you know, we black people like to say, Don, he can't even fix his lips to say white supremacy is bad. 
Mm -hmm. I, I, <laughs> I think he said it many, many times. Remember, I disavow. I do this. And guys, that is the conversation that they are continuing right now. And that's why the Kanye thing is still relevant. Because what are they doing? They're saying, oh, Donald Trump, he never condemned Charlottesville. He never condemned the Ku Klux Klan. He never condemned this group. He never condemned that group. And literally on camera every single time, he has condemned those groups every single time unequivocally. But Jamil Hill keeps going on. They keep having the conversation. And the use of the Kanye thing, which was all created and spun up by Milo Yiannopoulos, who saw an opportunity with Kanye, saw it as an opportunity to hurt Trump and redig these things up into the surface, is doing that and looking to hamstring President Trump's run here in 2024. That's the long and short of it. And that's why I have said on the show that Trump's advisors are absolute idiots because they were too busy with trying to help Kevin McCarthy. Brian Jack, I'm talking to you, um, who's one of Trump's campaign managers. And not worried about, I don't know, maybe a guy who says he's going DEFCON 3 to sit in front of Donald Trump and protect his image. Guys, what a joke. But we're going backwards as a society. And Frankie, we're going to pop this on the screen here. This is the latest in the state of New York where we broadcast this show. Some New York lawmakers are renewing the push for a state law that would lay the groundwork to pay reparations to black residents whose ancestors were enslaved, okay? Guys, incredible. So what are we going to do? Then the Muslims who come to the country who escape the Chinese concentration camps these Democrat candidates literally are bankrolled by, are we going to give them reparations too? Are we going to give reparations to all the people who saw job posting signs that Irish need not apply? Guys, it is an absolute joke. And this is being... Uh, purported and triggered by California and what they're doing. We talked about that the other day um, but guys, when I was sweating. But guys, this is what they're doing. So they're putting billions of tax dollars into reparations, making a push for it. I always say, guys, I always say uh, that... It starts in places like California and it starts in places like New York because those are the easiest, largest populations to control. It gives credibility for the middle ground. People say, I'm just going along with these big cities. That's what Democrats do. It's what they did with COVID mandates. It's what they're doing with reparations now. And as Katanji Brown-Jackson pushes that intentionally destabilizing content on us and those oral arguments, which she knew would get out, that only belabors the point further. Guys, dollars per each black descendant of slavery. And the assemblywoman who was pushing this scoffed and said, it's not enough money. It needs to be more money. And Kathy Hochul is a racist for not supporting it. Guys, this is the state. So your tax dollars are going to go towards that here in due time if we keep it up. It starts at the levels, Supreme Court, starts on television. You see an article. You see this Jamel Hill character popping up. You see CNN. Everybody talk about it in unison. You see the most leftward liberal state start to do it and literally usher it in. And now we're going to have to give this, these $220,000, which, guys, is not enough money to like you know have the rest of a life on. And they know if they keep pushing these things to them, these vices, that $223,000 will go away very very quickly and they'll be back in the position they started in because they're not going to set them up for long-term sustainable success. And then guess what? They'll keep getting their votes. Oh, but they gave me $220,000 just like the Democrats gave the wink-wink student loan forgiveness right before the midterms. Just like, oh, I don't know. Kevin McCarthy is looking to say he's going to repeal the vaccine mandates. Guys, this is the uniparty in action. BS playing games with real issues. What a disgrace. We are going to take a quick break. We'll be right back with more. We are flowing on this live episode here on this Tuesday. Do not go anywhere. Hey, right, Frankie. How All we right. doing? All right. We're fired up. All right, guys. Pop that live chat on the screen here. 
Um, and I got to pull up our sponsor of the show today. Guys, first we're going to do some live chats. Guys, appreciate you watching this video. Do me a favor right now for all of our incredible viewers. Guys, help us continue to grow and hit the leaderboard, hit new strides, and rumble this video. Guys, please hit the plus sign on your browser right under the live viewer account, and also uh, hit the thumbs up on the mobile app. Uh, if you do that, guys, you will help. Frankie, we got the uh, the live chats gone. Uh, if you do that, you will help keep this show on top. And if you help keep this show on top, then we will continue to bring you the incredible coverage that you have come to know and love. And it is only going to get bigger and better. Let's do some live chats really quick. Um, all right, I'm going to refresh. We got comments below. A couple comments. We'll love that. We got live chats here. $223,000. People who are not slave owners give money to people who are not slaves. That is wrong. Absolutely. Great point. Uh, Miguel Ortiz, great to see you. Thank you for your support. As always, Frankie, is uh, Louis up yet? Is Louis awake? We, I mean, are we going <laughs> to show Louis to the people? We got guys, we got producer Frankie's dog. Um, trying to wake him up. It's all right. He'll come up. In the, oh, there we go. Maybe come up and say, Louis, Louis. Louis's really tired. That's all right. Um, it's incredible. Guys, uh, really, the dog, there, he there he is. There he is, guys. The corner scream. Uh, producer Frankie's dog, Louie. So cute. So incredible. Hopefully, we'll, we'll wake <laughs> up shot. before the end of the show. Very tired. Uh, tired because Louie's also fighting the Globals. But, guys, listen. Appreciate your support. Guys, rumble this video. We have how many rumbles right now? We have 365 rumbles. Guys, get us to 450 by the end of the show. Please and thank you. I know you can do it. It is very helpful. Appreciate your live chats. Guys, go on social media and follow me right now on Truth Social at Crispy. On Getter at Mike Crispy. On Twitter, my new favorite thing I'm blowing up on Twitter at Mike Crispy NJ. Okay, and on Instagram, at MikeCrispyNJ, where I'm posting incredible clips every day that are created by the one and only Eli um, out of Jeremy's office. Eli is great. Um, LFA producer here in the live chat. Eli, if you're here, say something. Uh, great to have you in the uh, on the team and, and helping us out. And look at Louie waking up. It's amazing. But guys, I want to read you the sponsor of our show today. Guys, drop some lines in the comments below of where you're watching from and, and some questions maybe if you have it for me. And I'm going to read our sponsor of today's show, guys. And that is CB Distillery. Guys, these are crazy stressful times. So what is your solution to relax? Well, if you haven't tried CBD, you haven't experienced complete relaxation. CBDistillery.com has the best CBD products, including their top-rated Synergy Plus collection. No prescription needed, and it's delivered to your door. This delivers a sense of calmness and well-being that'll make you wonder how you manage life without it. So what could be this effective at taking the edge off of life and delivering a level of chill you've never experienced? Well, guys, it's called Unwind Synergy plus THC and CBD. It's only available from cbdistillery.com, and you must be 21 years or older to order. Unwind Synergy is remarkably formulated with full-spectrum CBD plus hemp-derived Delta 9 THC. And if you could use a little peace and calm in your life, Unwind Synergy is for you. And with over 2 million customers, CB Distillery is a source you can trust. So guys, visit cbdistillery.com, click on Synergy Plus, and enter code LFA for 15% off at checkout. Again, that is code LFA for 15% off on cbdistillery.com. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, and you know it, Frankie, our favorite state, South Dakota. Um, guys, going to do some live chats super quick because I'm looking here. And before we do that, um, guys, do me a favor and download our podcast, Apple Podcast, Spotify. You do that. helps us tremendously. Um, let's look at the uh, comments here, Frankie. We, we able to pull it up? We good? Yep. Um, we got, uh, we got um, Carol the Cowgirl. Great to see you. We got Poppy uh, Teen 94 who knew the Amanda Show reference. Incredible. Uh, Linda Riker says, stop paying taxes. Listen, nobody hates taxes more than your boy right here. Taxes are absolutely terrible. 
Um, why, why don't we get the African tribes that sold their own as slaves and are still doing it with children to take some responsibility based based. We love that one. Um, I was a slave to my parents. Maybe that counts. Hilarious. Incredible. Uh, we have 400 rumbles yet. Uh, rumble is, uh, the rumble counts frozen for me guys rumble this video right now. Uh, plus sign in the browser, thumbs up in the mobile app. Help keep 364. us 364. Frankie, we ready? I just, <laughs> never mind. I'm not going to read that last comment. Yeah, we're ready. All right, we are ready <laughs> to go. Let's see Frankie's shirt. Uh, Frankie, they like, we want to show, hey. off-white. Frankie's My, my guys, girlfriend actually, uh, guys, we're the she, she tie-dyed this. People so. probably like because it's white. Um, <laughs> but uh, guys, we're the most fashionable duo in, uh, in me. Listen, there's a lot of things. A lot of people are good. A lot of people are based. A lot of people are smart. Obviously, Jeremy's incredible. The other host here. But we definitely have everybody in literally the industry on how well we dress. I think it's undisputed. Frankie with his street fashion and Mike Crispy <laughs> with your with your formal attire day in and day out. That's undisputed. As okay. Long as, as long as my um, hair is in order. And, and Linda Riker says, you're my boy, Mike. Great, great. Thank you, guys. Love you guys. Uh, appreciate it. Frankie, we ready to roll back into you it? know it. We are. All right, we're doing it on time. Yeah, AC. crushing it. I think it's because Louie's up here. It's good yeah, luck. that's got to be it. <laughs> right. And we are on in five, four, three, two, one. Hey, welcome back to the show, everybody. Mike Crispy here, coming to you live from New York on this December 6th. What an episode it has been, guys. Appreciate the support. Everybody in the live chat, literally almost 900 people watching live. Uh, We've had about over 5,000 people watching every single show. Guys, we appreciate that. We love you guys for it. That keeps us growing. You keep supporting us on Rumble and all these platforms. That gets us to the top. I just want to ask really quickly, guys, if you could do me a favor and you're watching this show and you enjoy what you are hearing, if you enjoy what you are hearing, Hearing, help us out to continue to grow on all platforms and download and subscribe to Mike Crispy Unafraid on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, okay? We're shooting up the charts on Apple Podcasts and Spotify as well. Literally one of the top 150 podcasts right now in politics. So guys, do me a favor, go there right now. Um, you can subscribe, punch in the name, search it. Uh, and leave a five-star review if you can do that. And that will help us as well, big time, because we're taking over every medium, okay? We got Rumble. We got the podcast, okay? We, we're, we're on Roku Firestick, everything. We're killing it, and it's all thanks to you. The more growth we have, the better product and continual better product we are able to put on for you guys. Speaking of a group that needs to have a better product, beautiful segue there, Frankie, yeah? Speaking of a group that needs to have a better product, the RNC is an unmitigated absolute disaster right now, and there has been a, um, a new uprising in who will replace Ronna McDaniel, everyone forgets the last and most important part, Romney, as the RNC chair. Now, guys, Ronna McDaniel Romney has served a very long time. She is one of the longest-serving RNC chairs in recent memory. People don't know that. So she, our time has come, okay? She's done. Now, she says she's running for re-election, and there's debate whether she actually means that, if it's a smokescreen to put up a candidate. We're going to talk about that here and some of the candidates and what's going on and give you my spin on it. But before we do that, guys, uh, Harmeet Dillon is the hot name right now taking over. She went on Tucker Carlson to announce uh, last night that she is running, and what I uh, think is good, listen, because, I mean, the jury's still out on her, I'll be honest, we don't know. But I think it's good if you go on Tucker Carlson because Tucker Carlson, I think, is the most intellectually sound person in mainstream journalism. He will ask real questions. Uh, he is a fundamental populist based, all that. I've been on the show. I know how the whole team is there. They're great. So for her to go on means that she wasn't afraid to answer these things. You don't see Kevin McCarthy going on Tucker Carlson, do you? Absolutely not. So Frankie, roll this footage. This is Harmie Dillon uh, on Tucker Carlson announcing her run. Then we're going to talk about it. Roll it. 
to radically reshape our leadership in order to win. And we can't keep running elections like we did in the 90s and the 2000s. And we really have to modernize to compete with the Democrats dollar for dollar in the ways they fundraise, the way they deliver their ballots to the ballot boxes. Our messaging needs to be fresh and positive and not just reactive to news cycles and what the Democrats are doing. And I think that the party needs to realize that the party has become a populist party. The base of the party demands populist messages that speak to them and not Chamber of Commerce messages, not neocon messages, not warmonger messages. And I'm afraid that the base of our party is not getting what it needs from our leader. Amen. Amen. Okay, I totally agree with that. I totally like it. Very good. On its face, very good. Now, I hope Harmony Dillon... Uh, stands by those things, okay? Now, she's been on the payroll for the RNC as a lawyer uh, for quite some time. She Her firm made about $900,000 from the RNC. So does that mean that she's friends with Ronald McDaniel Romney? I don't know. Um, is this maybe the pass the baton in a different flavor? I don't know. I, I'm not passing judgment. I'm just pointing these things out because on its face, I like what Harmony Dillon's doing, right? But I'm just presenting all the facts. What I always do, I don't take sides. I just present the facts. But I do take sides sometimes, especially against known snakes like Kevin McCarthy. And this is how I know that Harmony Dillon, I'm going to rank rank order here all the chair candidates, okay? So Harmony Dillon right now, she's, she's doing good, right? We don't know. The jury's still out. But all signs point, this is how I know is the worst. Who's Kevin McCarthy supporting, Frankie? Oh, what a surprise. Roll the clip. We're going to talk to John Duarte in a minute. But who, in California who, who, who do you think now should take over as RNC chair? We, uh, like Ronna McDaniel a lot, personally. I think she's, she's a great person. Laura I like sucks. her. Harmeet Dillon is a young female, yep. California. Listen to this. Uh, obviously, Indian-American. Look, What's I like Harmeet. She, she's my national commitment. I think she does a tremendous job. But I think Ronna did a tremendous job, too. Look. <laughs> Would you look across the country? You don't think every, we need change? Every Republican entity lost except the House. I've been leader for four years. We've won every single time. What about early voting for those Senate races? She could have helped on that, right? I've watched her down doing it. The one thing I see happening, the Senate lost, the, the governor's lost, the president lost. But the House has won. Oh, you hear that, Kevin McCarthy, guys? It's all about him, him, him. Oh, the House won. Guys, they had a historically bleak thing. The country's never been in this bad of a shape. It should have been historic pickups. Oh, they won. Yeah, but literally, okay, the Democrats did better. And when Trump was having all this prosperity in his first term in office, the Democrats made more pickups uh, per capita than Republicans did. Kevin McCarthy goes on Laura Ingram's show and brags and then says, who does he support as the chair? Ronna McDaniel Romney. As he acts like this conservative saying, oh, I'm going to stand up to big tech. As he's on the big tech lobby uh, payroll his entire career. Oh, I'm going to stand up to the vaccine mandate. Hasn't done anything. Guys, as it's election fraud rearing its ugly head. Oh, Trump should resign for saying the election was stolen in January 6th. Guys, that encapsulates Kevin McCarthy. Ron McDaniel, eh, knocked out. Okay, who is the next candidate? Oh, we got our boy here. Okay, Mike Lindell. Okay, guys, I love Mike Lindell. Mike Lindell is a hero. He's a patriot. Now, people are saying, oh, Mike Lindell entering the race is going to hurt Republicans because that's going to split the vote. Eh, you don't understand what's going on. Uh, it goes to multiple ballots when you run for chair of the RNC. Now, the meeting will be held at their meeting in January. So Mike Lindell running for chair, even if people don't think he can win the chair, doesn't mean that he's hurting another candidate. 
because it goes in rank order and then it goes to a second ballot. So what Mike Lindell is doing, I support it 100% because why not push the party to the right on things like election fraud? Why not push them to the right on the fact that the machines, everyone, because Mike Lindell's the number one guy about the machines. Oh, the machines, the machines, the machines. Now, Mike Lindell, you might think it's it's how he does it is verbose, but he's absolutely right because what happened in, in Arizona, exactly what people like Mike Lindell said would happen. So maybe if Mike Lindell was the chair in a scenario, we wouldn't have these machines and maybe they would have backed up Carrie Lake in her lawsuit where she tried to do it, but they said she didn't have any standing and Kevin McCarthy, Ronnie McDaniel, Romney didn't do anything to help her. And then guess what? We had this predictable mess in Arizona on election day when one third of the electronic ballots totally failed. So boom, everyone wants to make fun of Mike Lindell. He'd be better than Ronna McDaniel Romney. Okay. And he's not hurting. If he can't win, which I don't know if he can, I doubt he has the support to do it because it's an inside club in the RNC. But even if he rabble rouses and makes some noise and pushes the party uh, to the right, I love him for that. Okay. So guys, Mike Lindell is a hero. He's a patriot and he does it for the right reasons. Now, who is the next person who is in the running? And that is Lee Zeldin. Now we're going to pop this map up here on the screen of the state of New York. Now Lee Zeldin is going to be making an announcement tomorrow. So today is December 6th live broadcast and Lee Zeldin is going to be announcing tomorrow on December 7th if he is going to be seeking the chair. Now, guys, I like Lee Zeldin as the guy for this position because this map that you're seeing is the shift in every single county in New York in the governor election from the last cycle. So from 2020 to now, this is the shift in voters in the state of New York. And look at all, the thing about New York that I think is interesting is you have literally big cities, the biggest cities in the world, you have suburban areas, you have literally the most rural places, and look at how much more red the rural places got, and literally even more pink and red where the liberal universities are, right? What happened in Arizona? The liberal university area where University of Arizona, Arizona State, won like 90%. Looks to me like Lee Zeldin made at least 10, 15, 20 point gains in those areas, especially in the suburbs down on Long Island and especially in New York City. He turned it more red than it had been in a very long time. So guys, I support um, Lee Zeldin and I hope he enters the fray. And I think that Ronnie McDaniel Romney, Harmeet Dillon, Lee Zeldin, Mike Lindell is a great lineup. Okay, I think it's a great lineup of people because Ronnie McDaniel Romney will get her ass booted as it needs to happen. Harmeet Dillon will have to make commitments on the things that Mike Lindell will tie the screws on to her about, which I think is terrific. And even if Mike Lindell, because guys, the thing with the RNC vote, it's like it's not like everybody gets to vote. It's an insider club of the committee people and committee women from each state. Okay, so a lot of people, a lot of old timer swamp people. So even if Mike Lindell cannot get the votes, okay, he can push the envelope, which I think is so incredible incredibly important. So Lee Zeldin, I think, could do that. And I think Lee Zeldin would, the best, would be the best one to do it because Lee Zeldin, we know where he stood when Trump, uh, you know, was, was being impeached. We know what he said objecting to the 2020 election. So guys, right now, I like Lee Zeldin um, as a likely winner. We'll see what happens with Harmeet. We'll see what comes out about her, um, her, uh, her money that she was taking from the RNC in these years. We will see what Mike Lindell does 
um, as a powder keg in the middle of it. It's going to be very fascinating to see. Um, and uh, we'll just have to wait and watch and find out. Because it is, it's going to be very interesting. It's so important. That meeting happens in January where they elect the new chair. Guys, if Ronnie McDaniel Romney gets reelected, Kevin McCarthy's pick, the country is in serious trouble. It will be an utter disgrace and let you know nothing is changing. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back to wrap up the show. Do not go anywhere. All right, Frankie, how we doing? We're doing, guys. guys. We're doing good, guys. We have a great viewership today. Yeah, guys, thank you, everybody. We're about to hit 400 rumbles. We have 900 watching. Incredible, incredible, incredible. Uh, Soon Dog says, Mike, you had an espresso. Absolutely, I did. Guys, I have an espresso every single morning. Um, he doesn't skip I, on I the caffeine. I get an espresso and a, and a uh, medium cold brew every single day. Um, somebody said Zeldin Caved. Where did Zeldin Cave? So somebody let me know. Uh, PA Cat Lady, where did Zeldin Cave? Uh, Zeldin objected to the 2020 election. He objected certification. Um, what do you, because he didn't challenge the New York results? Somebody please drop me and let me know what uh, you're talking about with Zeldin there. Guys, 900 watching. Um, I got to, yeah, I got to see what the comment is if they put. Someone said, I don't like Zeldin. He's conceded. Yeah, I mean, guess we'll, guess we'll see. We'll see. Harmeet, we'll see what's going on. Um, I'm just laying the choices out for you guys. Uh, so, all right, guys, 900 watching, guys, please do me a favor and rumble this video. That is the plus sign on the browser right under the live viewer count. That is the thumbs up on the mobile app. Guys, if you are watching, oh, PA Cat Lady said, LOL, Mike. All right, it's good. Glad you're interacting. Um, guys, if you are uh, watching this video right now, rumble this video right now under, uh, the live stream. Guys, drop a comment of where you are watching from and do me a favor and share this on your social media stream. Share this video, guys. Huge viewership today. I'm so grateful for it. 900 live viewers is always really good. So grateful for it, guys. Really appreciate it. And as the holidays are coming up, guys, what? Do you, first of all, we're talking about Mike Lindell, the great Mike Lindell. Guys, where are you doing your holiday shopping? Guys, my pillow. Okay, you got to go to mypillow.com. And if you use promo code CRISPY, you will save up to 66% off your order. Guys, you support Mike Lindell. Amazing patriot. So grateful for him. Uh, you support Mike Lindell. Promo code CRISPY on mystore.com. Great products made by great American entrepreneurs. And mypillow.com. Great products for the holidays. Um, love, love, love Mike Lindell, what he's doing, and love this uh, pillow that I sleep on when I rarely sleep when I'm fighting globalists. Absolutely. Um, all right, Frankie, how we doing? We're doing. All right, we're doing. We're, we're doing really good. You know, we, we've had, we got way over 400 now, 410. Guys, keep rumbling. Get us to 450. And if you're watching after the live broadcast, get us to 1,000, guys. Let's go, all right? We love it. All right, guys, rock. we got the Carol the Calgary says the fastest news on LFA. We are pretty fast. Um, let's do a couple really quick. We're good, Frankie. We're going to think we started a couple minutes late. Uh, Bailey's just saying people think it's the Bailey's. I'm not drinking the Bailey's. Um, Dawn Ibis, great to see you. Um, great to see you as always. Amanda, uh, Bad Moon, great to see you. Bad Moon, great to see you as always. Um, Louie is still sleeping. We're gonna, we'll have to have Louie awake in the next show. Um, you know, it's, Frankie's it's, dog, guys, is Louie. They say, they say don't, in, don't wake the sleeping dog. Don't wake. But, uh, we'll have Louie in the next one. But if you go on my Truth Social, I posted a picture of Louie sitting in the chair. So go check that out. Um, all right, Frankie, let's do it. Let's get right back and interrupt the show. All right, ready to rock. We are on in five, four, three, two, one. And welcome back to the show, everybody. Mike Crispy here coming to you live from New York on this Tuesday, December 6th. Guys, I'm so grateful for the support you have shown the show and continue to show the show. If you are not on Rumble right now, go to rumble.com slash LFA TV and subscribe today. Never miss our live stream of the show at 12 noon Eastern every single day. 
Additionally, if you enjoy what we're doing and you can't watch every single episode live on Rumble, or if you're on the go, or if you're doing things, guys, or if you just want to continue to help the show, Go subscribe to this program on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. You literally open it on your phone. If you have an iPhone, you have Apple Podcasts. Literally pop in my crispy, hit the plus sign, subscribe at the top, leave a five-star review. You'll get every single episode pushed to your phone so you never miss it. We understand we have diehard fans, but we also understand you guys have lives and you're traveling. So you're doing things, you're in the car. Guys, never miss a show Uh, And if you want to re-listen to it, always on your podcast or on Spotify or on Apple Podcasts, subscribe today. It also will help us. Even if you watch every single day on Rumble, subscribing on podcasts will help us big time. And guys, also rumbling this video and sharing this stream and following yours truly and Producer Frankie on social media. Producer Frankie's on Truth Social app. Producer Frankie, got to give him a shout out. I'm on Truth Social, Getter, Instagram, and my new favorite, Twitter. So go follow us today and we will continue to bring you all of these stories that the mainstream media just ducks and hides from. As we're wrapping the show, Frankie, I just want to highlight what is going on later tonight. And that will be the Georgia runoff. Um, you guys see what's going on with the Georgia runoff, and I see people in the live chats talking about uh, Lindsey Graham stumping with him. Um, I saw Ron DeSantis endorse Herschel Walker. I saw the Georgia GOP told Donald Trump not to come in and do a rally. I think that's a mistake. Um, I think Trump would have done it um, if the Georgia GOP, you know, whatever. But those are the cronies. Um, we'll see if that affects it or not. Um, I saw with the early voting right now, what I'm reading here, statistics, that uh, uh, Herschel Walker will need to get about 60% of Election Day vote based on the turnout likely uh, or likelihood turnout of what is happening right now so far with the early vote. Herschel Walker, I think, got 56 or 58% of the Election Day vote uh, on the first time around. Who has these statistics? We get real flown here. Uh, first time around had, I think, 56 58% of the in-person daily turnout on election day. He will need about, it's trending about a little bit more than that number. He'll need about 60% to do it. Now the libertarian candidate came in at 2% in the first round. So if Herschel Walker theoretically picks up most of those votes and has swayed some independence because they want more of a balance in the house, um, that would be really good. So um, we'll see what happens with the Georgia runoff election. Polling is showing right now Herschel Walker down. Um, so we will see what happens. But just wanted to give you guys that update because I think that's really important. Um, and the next thing I want to end you guys with here, um, and Frankie, we're gonna we're gonna uh, shift gears here, and uh, I just got to highlight as we talk about podcasts and popular podcasts. You guys see Meghan Markle, right? Prince Harry, Meghan Markle, right? The most oppressed royal family in the history of the world. Meghan Markle thinks she has uh, the most popular podcast in the world, but no, they just literally push her podcast literally to everybody who ever opened Spotify. Uh, but guys, uh, Meghan Markle and Prince Harry now have a Netflix documentary. And if you want to talk about the entertainment business, literally doing nothing more than what I talked about earlier in the show, and that is co-opting the narrative, dividing us at the uh, uh, lower level as the elites laugh when they do it because it creates instability. Guys, look no further than the sellout royal family who have no respect for the institution. I'm actually going to London uh, this weekend to be uh, for a little trip, and I have respect um, for people's culture, just like I had respect for Qatar, and I have respect when people when people don't respect the American flag. That bothers me, right? So guys, you respect culture. Meghan Markle, Prince Harry, these silver spoon pieces of garbage. Look at them now selling out to Netflix and the liberal world order. Look what they have to say about them being racist and oppressed. Who would watch this garbage? Frankie, roll it. Hierarchy of the family. You know, there's leaking, but there's also planting of stories. There was a war against Meghan to suit other people's agendas. It's about hatred. It's about race. It's a dirty game. 
pain and suffering of women marrying into this institution, this feeding frenzy. I realized they're never going to protect you. It's about hate. It's about race. Oh, yeah. Literally, guys, it's so disgraceful because uh, the queen, obviously the queen died and now this thing comes out. What a disgrace to the culture. You know, what a disgrace to the culture. You respect and honor your culture. These people sold out to the liberal world order and say, wow, if the, if, if, uh, you know, Princess Meghan Markle is oppressed, well, then I must be oppressed too as a black woman in America. Boom, boom, boom. Shove it down Netflix, Netflix people's throat. Make them feel more marginalized. Make them feel like they need reparations in order to save their lives. Then they get the reparations. They waste it all because no foundation skills were built. The cycle continues. Democrats continue their disgraceful reign and the uniparty just looks and says, okay, do it. Man, oh man. Breaking it down here on Mike Crispy Unafraid uh, on this network like few other networks can deliver. Love what we're doing here. Love you guys. So grateful for the support that you have shown this show. Guys, rumble, like this video on the way out. Share this stream. Subscribe to the podcast. Follow me on social media. Do all those things, guys. Help keep us growing because we are truly, as I always say, truly just getting started on Mike Crispy and Fred. We do it in America first, bold, and you know it, unafraid fashion. Thank you all very much for the support. We will see you back tomorrow. <laughs>